2: Well, when it's go live. time now. Is it live? Yes, Jake. Oh, I wouldn't live. have said it's go time if it was. No, no, it's go,
3: go time.
4: didn't show it on my end? What does
3: that mean? What does go time
4: mean? It means time to go. Uh, it's... it's go time. Never mind. I'm feeling very inappropriate, so I'm just going to start. Let's, sure. have Donny
2: uh... Let's have a Donnybrook. Let's <laughs> have a Donnybrook. Go time.
4: All right. Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Take and Max, shirt off, Friday <laughs> We got Tyler talking. We got Bryant just uh watching and we got Simon chugging a beer. So that's what you get for Friday night. <laughs> <day. laughs>
5: um, Bryant, how you been, buddy? Pretty good. You had a good week, you know, week of work. Bought a camper today, so I'm excited for that for next summer. So and being that rich must boy. be cool, huh? <laughs>
2: rich.
4: <laughs> I don't know man. You have a nice house. You just bought a camper. you kinda of rub it in a little bit. <laughs>
2: Uh, it's a trade-off when you live in North Dakota. Yeah, that's,
4: fair. that's fair. <laughs> Simon, how's Alaska?
3: It's uh, going. It snowed today.
4: Oh, oh. jeez.
3: <laughs> it, well, uh, last week when I was in uh, I was in the field. It snowed. It was a uh, it was a good time. Yeah, I was really cold.
4: No, I, I bet it was. It was like fifty degrees here today. Yeah, after I hate being you. like fucking, what, 70, almost 80 degrees, and it was like, holy shit, that's, uh, 50 degrees is actually kind of cold. So, yeah, that kind of sucked today. Other than that, it was nice to, uh, get through the work week, get to our Packer episode. Tyler, how you doing today, buddy?
2: Super. Hey, Simon, quick question. If, uh, yep. if everything is white, does it make the moose stand out a little
4: more?
3: Um, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen it in moose since since it snowed. I saw one the other day though on the soccer field when I was driving to work.
2: Uh, Was he winning? What's that? I said, was he winning?
3: Uh, I don't know. I think he was just she was just standing there staring at me like 10 feet away.
2: Oh, God. Almost within riding distance, huh? I thought about it. Real (laughs) close. Like, like, could I just snow white this thing and just walk up to it? like we're friends now at this
3: point i'm not really surprised but like they had ravens out there that are fucking huge like they were like (laughs) sticking around our camp or whatever because there's just a bunch of
2: food and they're just ginormous (laughs) all righty so tonight we have our packers raiders preview we're gonna do that second we're gonna start with checking in on our stat projections a quarter of the way through the season so With the NFL going to 17 games, I had to multiply everything by four and a quarter instead of just by four, which would make life a lot easier. But um, with Jair's, I multiplied his by eight and a half because he's only played two games. And then I have an asterisk next to a handful of guys uh, who have not played all of the games or have been um, 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 limited or have just missed some time. So... We're going to start it off. We're going to do these in the order that they were released on the page. These were part of the countdown to the season. So the first one that we released was on the page. You can already see it. Lucas Van Ness and Kingsley and So looking at what we projected and what they are on pace for right now, Lucas Van Ness is on pace for 26 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, and 21 pressures.
5: It's pretty accurate. So we're, yeah,
2: we're not bad on that one. Uh, Kingsley Igbari is on track for sixty tackles, four tackles for a loss. He does not have a sack yet, so he's currently at zero for that, and thirteen pressures.
5: Yeah, he's having a rough go at it, passing, rushing the yeah.
2: yeah, I think we need to we need to get a little bit more out of uh, out of Kingsley Igbari. I
3: thought he'd take a bigger step forward than yeah. what he's shown.
2: Great. Yeah, I think he's he's in danger if not already being passed up by Lucas Van Ness. Talent wise for sure, and obviously the draft capital is there.
4: True.
2: Okay. Next one we released was the tight ends. Looking at Josiah DeGuara, he's currently on pace for 26 targets, 26 receptions, for 166 yards and zero touchdowns. So, we're yeah. not too bad on that one. Not Pretty too close bad. On uh, Luke Musgrave is currently on pace for 68 targets, 51 receptions, 531 yards, and does not have a touchdown yet. He's he'll this is this is the week right here. Yeah, this is the week. It's gotta happen. Um, Jake was definitely the most bullish on Luke Musgrave. Uh, he is still a little bit underneath what Jake Adam projected at. He's definitely uh, projected for a better catch percentage than Jake Adam at, but Jake is definitely the uh, had him projected for the most. i has got to be close. Okay. So, Jake had him projected for 73 targets. Bryant had him for 55. He's on pace for 68. So, Jake is the closest on targets. Uh, receptions, he's on pace for 51. Uh, Bryant is the closest on that. Bryant had him at 40. Yep,
4: yeah, Bryant had higher on that one. Because I had it pretty yeah. low, actually.
2: Yeah. And then yards, Bryant is also the closest. He's the highest on that.
4: Okay, yeah, nice job, right?
2: So, Tucker Craft is currently on pace for nine targets, nine receptions, and 21 yards. Uh, he's off to kind of a slow start, so we'll see if Tucker Craft ends up uh, kind of expanding his role as the season goes on.
3: Has uh, I'm going look right now and answer my own question, but has that other tight end Ben Sims taken more snaps than him?
2: Uh, he's it's been trending that Musgrave or not Musgrave, Kraft has been outsnapping him. Oh, barely. Uh yeah. twenty-three, thirty-eight. Yep. Um two weeks ago Sims outsnapped Kraft and then last week Kraft outsnapped Sims. So yep. trending in the right direction.
5: Those projections are pretty good for Musgrave too, being as you can say he missed pretty much the entire Lions game, so
2: Right. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, I forgot he got concussed. Yep. He is cleared though, so he's good to go for Monday. Yep. Yes. Okay. Next is our Savage and our slot corner. We we paired this figuring that uh, Stokes was going to be out until after actually the bye week. It looks like he might have a chance to play this week, but we kind of just combined them as the slot corners. Now, we have criminally underrated Darnell Savage's tackling. Yeah. He is currently on pace for a 123 tackle season.
4: Holy shit.
2: <laughs> he does not have a pass defense or an interception yet. But really, he's on pace to I'm almost sure? double our tackle projection.
5: I thought he almost had that pick six the one time. Was there Hold a flag or something on that play?
3: On. Let, me look. Let me look. Keep talking.
5: Uh, and then the slot position
2: we have, Tag, he's on pace for, this is currently just Kijan Nixon, uh, 64 tackles, four passes, defense, and no interceptions. So this is something that maybe Eric Stokes, when he's back, Mm-hmm. uh gives a boost to the position.
3: Interesting. Yeah, according to uh, PFF, he has no
5: no
2: pass breakouts.
5: Just, wow. For some reason, I thought he almost had an interception in one game.
2: Okay. So next one, we have this as Reed and Malik Heath. He was originally what we thought was going to be the wide receiver four, passing up Samari Toure. And then it seems that now since then, Dontavian Wicks has passed up Malik Heath. for that wide receiver four position. So right now I have it as Reed and Wicks I have projected out for this. So this obviously graphic was before the season was uh, started. So currently (laughs) we also criminally underrated Jaden Reed. Yep. Uh, Jaden Reed is currently on pace for 106 targets, 51 receptions, 863 yards and eight and a half touchdowns.
4: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Granted, I will give us a little bit of flack for not anticipating that Christian Watson was going to miss the first three games. Yeah,
4: yeah that's but true.
2: That would have factored in had we known that when we made these projections. Right. And then Dontavian Wicks as the wide receiver four is on pace for 55 targets, 26 receptions, 361 yards, and four touchdowns. Again, mm-hmm. factoring in Dobbs missing – um, not missing week one, but being limited in week one. We did not project that Don Tavian Wicks was going to be leading the team in
4: snaps in week one.
2: So that also probably would have factored in.
4: That's fair.
2: Okay. The next day we released Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt. So Kenny Clark is on pace for 55 tackles.
3: Nice, We did it, boys.
2: <laughs> um, he's also on pace for four tackles for loss and eight and a half sacks.
4: Eight and a half sacks, Jesus.
2: Oh, just wait till I get to Devontae Wyatt. Devontae oh, yeah. Wyatt right. is on pace for 51 tackles, 17 tackles for loss, <laughs> and ten and a half sacks.
4: Yeah, I think he's second on the team of pressures, right? He is.
2: No, third? Is he he might be third. I saying hold on, I'll look at it real quick. I was gonna say Simon had the screenshot. Oh, I have
3: it up right here. Hold on a second. Yep, he's second.
2: Second? Yep. Yeah. Uh Devontae Wyatt, if he can clean up his tackling, he's one of the better defensive players on the team. Uh, uh Definitely exceeding even our most optimistic pres- predictions. Okay, next is A.J. Dillon. This one is one that kind of gets an asterisk next to it uh, because he's been thrust into a lot of work, but Pat on the back for everybody. AJ Dillon is currently on pace for 187 carries. Yeah. <laughs> We're just a bunch of dudes on the internet, but <laughs> what he's on pace for. He's also on pace only for 502 yards. He has not oh. touched down yet, so nothing there. He's on pace for 21 targets, 13 receptions for 106 yards, and again, no touchdowns. So um, he'll he get his carry up, and he hasn't been super active in the passing game yet. Hmm. Next is Devondre
4: Campbell and Quay Walker. Yep. Here, Walker's going to be crazy. <laughs> Walker's going to be stupid, like 150. Walker's,
3: uh, he's
5: 180. I'm
2: saying
3: 200.
2: So Devondre Campbell's another guy that has an asterisk next to his name because he's missed some time. He's on pace for 99 tackles, does not have a tackle for loss or pass defense yet. <laughs> Fucking Quay Walker. Klay Walker is on pace. Simon was correct for two hundred tackles, <laughs> <laughs> eight and a half tackles for loss, and eight and a half passes defensed.
3: Yeah, that's a, yeah, we're ish
2: close. So we're we're doing pretty solid on some of these.
4: Holy two hundred! He's on pace for two hundred Holy Shit.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Oh, right. his, his last two games have been left Next to his name. Um, yeah, he's on pace. 60 carries, 251 yards, four touchdowns on the ground, 26 targets, 13 receptions, 349 yards, and four touchdowns. So this is one. Kind of have to see how it goes as the sample size gets a little bit bigger because he's been injured.
4: Yeah.
2: All right. Rashawn, Gary, Preston, Smith. This one's interesting. Um. Rashawn Gary's on pace right now for only 21 tackles. Now, this really goes that he's not playing on rushing downs, yep. which is why the projection, I think, is so low. He's really only playing in obvious passing situations so far.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, he's on pace for four tackles for loss. Again, I think that lends to not playing in a lot of rushing situations. But he's on pace for 15 sacks and 72
4: pressures. Yeah, yeah, Damn, I'm like 30% snap share. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Preston Smith's currently on pace for 72 tackles, does not have a tackle for loss or sack yet, but is on pace for 30 pressures. So good job there, everybody. Nicely done. All right. So Watson, I had to change up a little bit because he has not played all of the games so far. So I really can only multiply one game by 17 because he's only played in one game so far, even on limited snap counts. He's still at 68 targets, 34 receptions, 425 yards, and 17 touchdowns. <laughs> one touchdown in one game. So obviously, again, this is one we'll have to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, yeah, I would take
5: an over on everything other than the touchdowns for the rest right. of the year. Exactly. Hope so.
2: Now, Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs is on pace for 140 targets.
4: Holy shit.
2: 85 receptions, 952 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Damn. Damn.
4: 85 catches and 13 touchdowns is pretty fucking good.
2: And if he just gets a couple big plays, yeah. he'll be challenging for 1,000 yards. Yeah. That's the pace he's on. All right. Jair Alexander and Rasul Douglas. Jair's again, another one I kind of had to adjust based on the amount of games that he's missed. But he's on pace for 68 tackles, 17 passes defensed, does not have an interception yet. And then Rasul Douglas, we're not doing too bad on this one. He's on pace for 77 tackles, uh, 17 passes defensed, and four interceptions. All right. All right. Last but not least, Jordan Love. Um, it's, it's really interesting, honestly. Like we, We're not in too bad a shape, honestly, with this. Um, <laughs> this is you ready for this? All right, 561 attempts. Oh, so a little low, but not bad. 314 completions, 3,829 yards, 34 touchdowns. Oh, yeah, 13 interceptions, 68 rushes. <laughs> oh. 306 yards. Oh. And eight and a half rushing touchdowns.
3: Jake, did you go close because it was close to our projection or close to 69?
4: Well, 69. It's yeah. Equally in
2: the middle. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so, we honestly, we're in pretty good shape on a lot of these. And with Jordan Love, besides underrating how many touchdowns he was going to score total. I think we've done pretty well so far through the first quarter of the season.
4: Bro, 34 passing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns is stupid.
3: So so the only thing I will say about Jordan Love is a lot of his production is coming because we haven't been able to run the ball at all, too.
4: I mean, that's fair, but... They're designing also, some
2: runs for him. Yeah,
3: I lo- and I love that.
4: Yeah, you can also use his legs a little bit more if Aaron Jones is killing it up the middle, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So to Simon's credit, he has the most passing attempts uh, for Jordan Love at 5.50. He's currently on pace to be ahead of that. Um, We're all pretty kind of in the middle on his attempts, yards. Um, Bryant is the only one above what he's currently on pace for, but not by a lot. Jake and Simon are pretty close. I'm a little bit lower on the yards part of it. Uh, Touchdowns, 27, 27, 27, 26 were our projections. Um, So he's on pace to beat all of that. Touch or interceptions we were all really close. Jake was super low on the rushes, but I'm even higher than he's at on pace for. Bryant has him at eighty-five. Um and Simon has him at fifty one, so they are both seventeen away. Um rushing yards, I have him on pace or he's on pace for three oh six. I have him at four fifty, so I'm even a little bit high on that. But for us to come together at three ten is is pretty good when he's on pace for three hundred and six. Uh and then the rushing touchdowns, we all said three, but Again, he's got uh, a good start on it already this year. So, we
5: we'll he had two already?
2: He's got two already. Yep. One against the Saints. One against the Lions. So, yep. Jordan Love off to a pretty good start. And I'll say, outside of injuries kind of skewing some of our projections, and um, obviously some players actually being injured, all of our stat projections aren't aren't too bad. So. Good job, everybody. We can check on these halfway through the season, and uh, we'll see how guys are trending compared to the quarter way through and, and how they're looking against ours. So good job.
4: Good, good job. job, guys.
2: All right. Are you guys ready to talk Packers Raiders? Yes. yes. So we normally start by transitioning from talking about how Jordan Love played in week in the previous week and then what we want to see from him going forward. So, Simon, since you are back in action this week, I'll let you go first. What are you looking for from Jordan Love against the Raiders? Uh, yeah,
3: so I unfortunately re-watched, I watched the Lions game after I got back because I, um, I missed it. I kind of checked the score afterwards, and um, it was definitely worse than the score indicated, at least from my point of view. Like, that game, that game was way out of control, and it just got dominated in the first half. Um, I would just, I would love to see a faster start. These last two couple weeks, or the last couple weeks, have been brutal to watch. In the first half, and um, yeah, without you know good run blocking and a lack of a running game, you know Love really has to hit those easy open shots that he's kind of missed at points during the season. So I'm hoping he can get himself into a rhythm early. And just carry that on throughout the throughout the game,
2: uh, Bryant. What are you looking for from Jordan Love on Monday night?
5: Yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to start with I hope and I don't want to jump into anyone's things, but hopefully the protection is much better because he that game against Detroit, he really didn't have time to do a whole hell of a lot. And maybe you can argue that Detroit took their foot off the pedal a little bit, but then again, we got it within it was like a one score game or a, almost a one score game at, one point. at 10 at one
2: point. Yeah,
5: at ten. So like, you know. And we were threatening there, so um, really, I'm just looking for them. I want to see a higher completion percentage rating this game because the Raiders do give us 70% completion rating, so I want to see that. We need to step that a little bit, and kind of, I really wish. Hopefully, with Aaron Jones back, you know, it will he'll settle in more. But we need 100%. We need to start faster. Whatever they need to do, if, like like I said before, if they need to open up and freaking hurry up, just so he's not thinking and stop with the you know 15 can plays or whatever. They need, just need to do something. Can the plays have them ready, but have them in hurry-up offense?
2: Yeah, that kind of ties into what I was going to say with him. I'm really just like I want to see him play to his instincts and take what the defense is giving him, including checkdowns when they're there. So, Jake, what are you looking for for Jordan Love on Monday?
4: Yeah, so I'm going to echo the, the fast start. Uh, the Packers actually uh, ranked first. In points per game in the second half this season at 19.2 points in the second half, imagine if we did anything, even half-assed in the first half, we would be winning all of these games. We would have been much more competitive against the Lions, and that Saints game wouldn't even have been a game.
2: Neither with the Falcons.
4: Yeah, true. I mean, if you, if
2: you take just half of that, we're scoring 29 points a game. Yeah. That's a that's a solid place to be. <clears throat> Okay, so, Simon, back to you. Uh, what are you looking for from the Packers' offense against the Raiders' defense? Oh, God. Um,
3: <clears throat> I, I'm i hoping now that – because it seemed – Aaron Jones didn't get the usage that he was used to, and I assume it was him just coming back from injury. What, did he get five touches last week?
5: Yeah, and not down by 21-3. to 30. Yeah,
3: I think he got his first carry in the second half or some shit.
5: Second quarter, so, yeah.
3: Or second quarter, excuse me. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping I would love to see him get his usual 15 to 18 touches a game, like a normal game. There hasn't been a normal game this year for Aaron Jones due to injury and, like, I guess just us blowing out the Bears. Um, so I'm hoping he gets back. Uh, getting Jenkins to be back here uh, he, would be huge for the interior line. They've been kind of – And he, I, I try not to shit talk our players – like anyone but Newman, please, for the love of God. (laughs) Like it's just so like there are definitely times where like Newman looks the part. Like he's fine and he he plays a decent game. And then there are like some snaps where he just gets blown by like he doesn't even touch the dude. Um so I'm hoping Jenkins get back uh gets back. And I would love um yeah uh I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. Um but we like, yeah, we rank last in completion percentage, but um, the the Raiders defense is very susceptible it, outside of like Max Crosby, I, I can't think of like another halfway decent to good player to elite player on that defense.
4: Yeah.
2: Got me. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, Bryant, what about you? What are you looking for from the Packers offense against the Raiders?
5: I, I, they just have to get the game, running game going because once that running game is going, the play action is going to get going. And we've seen how we, how good Jordan Love looks when he play action, hits his drop, rips it into the seam or whoever to one of the you know, wide receivers. Like that's what we we just need to see it. We can't do it anymore. Um, and to Simon's point, you know, well, I don't want to jump in my what I have marked on later, but if, we can't roll out what we did the last two weeks and just expect it to be the same. We've heard that there's going to be changes, so it's time to see them. I don't, there's no way that Roy Newman should run out there if Elton Jenkins can't play and continue to get destroyed all game. Give them a series or two to start the game, fine. But if it's still the same old, same old, put in freaking Sean Ryan because it cannot be any worse. So I just, But I really want to see the running game going, going so we can get to the play-action game because right now no one cares if we're running the game, the ball at all. They're not scared of it.
2: Um, I don't have you guys seen, I haven't looked or like looked it up at all. Have you guys seen anything on Luke Tenuda at all? I
5: haven't. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. No. All right, uh, Jake, what are you looking for from the Packers offense against the Raiders?
4: Basically, just stop Max Crosby and you're gonna be fine. <laughs> I mean, Max <laughs> Crosby is the guy, we're gonna double team him. Uh, we're gonna have Musgrave, Kraft, uh, DeGuara, DeGuar. oh. everybody's gonna be chipping him. Um, it him against one of our tackles is going to be what really determines his game on that side of the football. Keeping Jordan Love upright, Max Crosby has a relentless, ridiculous, stupid motor. That guy just never quits. Uh, yeah. he's so instinctual, he's just a monster. Um, I found this earlier. Uh, Las Vegas is getting nothing from their pass rush group. Bilal Nichols, Adam Butler, Tyree Wilson top 10 pick, by the way, John Jenkins, and Jerry Tillery. All have six percent pass rush win rate or worse. There's nobody on there except Mac Crosby.
2: They I do have it in my notes that Vegas is twenty-sixth in the NFL in sacks.
4: Yeah, and the the Packers are, I believe, 30th in rush yards per game at like seventy eight point five. So they need to definitely up that. Uh we're due for an Aaron Jones game where he's counting touchdowns in the end zone. I think that would make everybody feel good on Tuesday morning.
2: I would feel good about that. I would also feel good about that. Um, I just want to check because I have a feeling. Okay. No, my feeling was wrong. I had a feeling that Jordan Love was challenging A.J. Dillon for the team lead in rushing yards, but he's not. Uh, A.J. Dillon does have the lead by a pretty decent margin, but it's not for a lack of carries that Love isn't far behind. True. But... For me, looking from the offense, the Packers rank 10th in points per game thanks to, like Jake said, they're not having the number one second-half-scoring offense. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas is 24th in points per game allowed. So the opportunity to put some points up is there, actually. And what I want to give credit to the Packers offense for, and this is something that I've this is part of my uh, my recap topics, but third-down offense, third-down completion percentage or conversion percentage is the word that I want to use. My goal for the team was to be in the top half of the NFL in third down conversion percentage this year. The Packers are currently 11th. Hmm. So I'm pretty pleased with that, actually. So um, I'm pretty pleased with the Packers offense in that aspect. What I don't love is that the Packers are 29th in time of possession.
4: Yuck! That price
3: well, the Falcons game too. The Falcons so he, game was well,
4: disgusting.
2: A touchdown against the Bears too. So that that too. Um, Vegas is twenty seventh. So somebody's oh. got to hold the ball. Somebody's got to yeah. possess the yeah. ball in this game.
3: They're also one of the worst rushing. Oh, not to get in the defensive side. They're also one of the worst rushing teams, along you with can us. Just
2: slip it, talk about it right yep. now. They are actually number thirty-two in rushing yards per game.
3: So I, I, I want to throw out two stats that I've seen over the last couple weeks. Um, as far as the offense keeping Jordan Love and talking about the offensive line and defending Max Crosby, Jordan Love is like has a pass rating of thirty when he's under pressure. Oof, it's it's bad. And then when I get to defense, I'll talk about the other one. And the other one is for all the idiots saying Jordan Love is a check down dude, his average depth of target is first in the league. So he's chucking the ball, he's throwing the ball down the field. I, now, I'll, I'll it doesn't it always up. hit, but that's why we have like a halfway decent third down conversion percentage. He's throwing the ball down the field.
5: Yep.
4: That's fair. I'll add another Jordan Love stat that'll make you feel good and kind of counteract that shitty one that Simon gave us. So thanks for that, buddy. Uh, Love has thrown at least one touchdown pass in all five of his career starts. He is the only Packer to throw a touchdown in each of his first five starts since
2: 1950. Wow. Okay. We take those for you. We take those. All right. Uh, Simon, is there anything else you want to add on the Packers defense?
3: Oh yeah. So to on the opposite side of the ball. Jimmy G throws a passer rating or he has a passer rating of 11.6 when he's under pressure.
4: Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs>
3: so pressure's Rashawn Gary feast season is upon oh, us. Wow. And I'm hoping like they've kind of they've, they've had a little bit of a leash on him uh, since for the start of the season, which is understandable given not to like beat the dead horse or whatever, but because of his injury or whatever. But like it is time, it's time to let them loose. Like 17 pressures on what what did I say? 59 uh yeah. pass rushing attempts. Yeah. I think.
2: I didn't write the attempts down like No, you. I threw it out
3: there just for yep. uh perspective.
2: <coughs> it's uh, it's gross. 59, yep. 17 yeah. pressures so, and attempts.
3: Yeah, that what is that, like 30 some percent pressure rate? Like that's just disgusting. Um,
2: yeah, right on thirty percent.
3: Raiders are averaging three yards per carry, which is the second worst in the league. Uh, they're not able to run the ball either. Josh Jacobs has been very ineffective this week or this season. Um, outside, of, like he's pretty decent at catching the ball. Uh, he's had he's had some. Uh, I think he has seventeen catches this uh, this Spoiler year. Alert. And oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then uh, last thing I want to throw out there: uh, Las Vegas has an NFL worst. Negative nine turnover differential.
4: You bastard. Jimmy oh, God, I'm just
3: touchdowns. ruining everyone's night. <laughs> no, it's
4: fine. I told Tyler that earlier this week, and I've had it in my notes already. Uh, well, I mean, Jimmy G
2: has five touchdowns and six interceptions.
4: Yeah,
3: so you've been freaking all If there. it gets get to Jimmy G, force some
2: turnovers, we collect this dub. Yep. Uh, Bryant, what are you looking for from the Packers' defense?
5: Yeah, so for, from their defense, pretty much she he pretty much hit everything. You just got to pressure him um, and turn the ball over because um, Jimmy G is, I don't know. Typically he wasn't, I guess, turning the ball over a lot in pass, past, but he's having a rough go ahead this year. And then, uh, you know, not to jump too far ahead and, you know, but their red zone defense to just continue to do more of the same and the red zone defense and, you know, I kind of caution this, the Lions, we can have a 50% stop rating in the red zone, but if we let them in the red zone eight times, it's not going to do you any good. So we need to stop them and don't let them get into the red zone. So, um, yeah, so I'm just kind of more of the same, you know, get after Jimmy G. So before this last week, Jimmy G's only been sacked four times in the three games, but O'Connell was sacked seven times last game. So unless they just decided not to care about O'Connell or maybe that offensive line started to break down a little bit, but uh, Simon's exactly right, just gets so much pressure on him that he can't have time to think and doesn't have time to get the ball to Devontae. Devontae might not
4: play. Yeah.
2: That's uh, very – have you seen pictures of, or videos of Aiden O'Connell? He looks like he could be John Candy's grandson.
4: <laughs> I have some other thoughts that I'm not going to bring up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jake, what are you looking for from the Packers defense?
4: Well, like we all said already, the Raiders struggle to run the ball. But what we didn't say is the Packers struggled to stop the run. So one of those things has to happen. uh, We have to not struggle to stop the run, uh, continue to make them struggle. The Raiders have lost three straight games, or one and three this year. They have scored 17, 10, 18, and 17. They averaged 15.5 points per game. Like, stop the run, and Jimmy G is pretty garbage. Uh, You're not in San Francisco, and you're not with Kyle Shanahan anymore, buddy. Oh, this is the real Jimmy G. And you have Devontae <laughs> Adams. That's pretty sad, dude. And I mean uh Myers is a pretty good player. I mean, what happened to Hunter Renfro? That guy just fell off the face of the earth.
2: And they drafted a first round tight end. Oh no, second There's round. A... Second round. Second round. Like, yeah, and third. he has two
4: catches for two yards. And it's he was the one. The and he, he was he was mad that uh it was Musgrave, by the way. But um yeah, anyways, what was I saying? Uh, they're they're horrible on offense. Oh, yeah. Packers have to pressure them. Uh, hopefully we can get some turnovers and uh, win the line of scrimmage.
2: Yeah, so Jake Jake gave you all of the, the total points and their average. I have it written in my notes. The Raiders have not scored over 20 this year. Yep. So that factors into both of my score predictions, and we get that far. Uh, I mentioned already Jimmy G, five touchdowns, six interceptions. And then Packers are 20th in points per game allowed, so I do expect that to be kind of a factor. But, I mean, overall, this, this Vegas team does match up well for what the Packers are succeeding at and struggling at. Very true. All right, Simon, uh, what is a matchup that you are watching against the Raiders and the Packers? I
3: mean, uh, how, how is it not? Well, there's two obvious ones. Yep. How is it not, like, the offensive line versus Max Crosby? He's the only, like I said earlier, he's the only guy on the defense that is either is any good. There's some guys, but, like, none of them are game records like that. Like, that dude just – I think mean, he has four sacks on the year, too. Yep. And four is
2: tackles he, for the he loss. He
4: has four of yep. our seven. Yeah, he has four he sacks has and four sacks. tackles for loss.
2: Tough. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Bryant, what's the matchup you're watching?
5: Uh, kind of what you're talking about well, the running game a little bit, but, uh, I'm watching Aaron Jones versus Josh Jacobs, because I feel whichever team can All control right. the clock and get the running game going is going to pull this game out. Um, the Packers cannot have a bunch of three notes and keep putting our defense on the field. When you, like I said before, when you start the game fast and use the running game to control the pace of the game, if we let Josh J- uh, Jacobs go crazy, um, you know. It's we're gonna have trouble all game. True. Jake, Jake what's the matchup you're watching? Don't uh don't forget that job he he won the rushing record last year. So this dude ran for over sixteen hundred yards last year. So he's liable to pop off at any time. So
4: Yeah, he was also having contract, you know, problems this last offseason. So maybe he's a little bit mad. Um my matchup is Max Crosby versus Packer Tackles. Um he's the one guy that could be a game wrecker for Las Vegas. Um, I 100% agree with Simon. He's just, he's the guy, right? And when I was thinking about it, Simon said there was two obvious answers. It's either him or Devontae Adams, right? Yeah. And I checked up the injury on the injury report and Devontae didn't practice either of the last two days. So pretty easy decision.
2: Yeah, I had, I was going to mention it. You mentioned it already, but it was going to be, for me, it was going to be Devontae.
0: This is the story of the one.
2: Ponte versus Jair, just because that would be fun to see. Uh, That would just be a football fan, could watch that, not have any allegiance, and still have a good time. But he's not going to play, so I do have Rashawn Gary versus the Raiders' offensive line, because it ties in to everything that has been discussed up to this point as far as the preview goes, with Jimmy G not being good under pressure, the Raiders allowing seven sacks last week, and the Packers just... Needing to continue to get pressure, it's what they've arguably been best at on the defense so far. And if we're going to see more Rashawn Gary this week, is going to be uh, remain to be seen. So, um, Greg said Zach Tom versus Max Crosby that echoes what Simon and Jake said. So,
0: he's not going to play though. Switch.
5: You said he's not going to play. I mean, it's Devontae. He might. He might just not practice and play. Have they said he's not playing?
3: They haven't. They haven't, uh, they haven't officially ruled him out.
4: He's upset too though, man. So you think he's gonna try to go out there and try to bang up his body for a team that's just losing and sucking and so I, I will say to Devontae,
3: yeah. yeah, to Devontae's credit, is like every time there's been like a contract dispute or anything along those lines, he's always went out there and, you know, done his thing. Yeah. I, I wouldn't expect him to just be like, no, nah, I'm not gonna play because of so this, this, and this.
2: If he was limited just today, even if it was like did not practice, did not practice limited, then I'd say he's probably playing. But for him to be out, out, it's
5: – They haven't practice tomorrow yet though, so.
3: Yeah, the fi- the final – what is it? It comes out tomorrow whether they're like out or questionable, right?
5: Yeah, because it, yeah. it, it's sort of Monday night. They have tomorrow. a yep. practice on Saturday.
3: Yeah, so we'll probably see tomorrow if he's officially out or uh, maybe.
2: Yeah, we'll
5: see. It'll
2: be interesting, but if Devontae does play, then I'm going back to Devonte and Jair. True.
5: You know, all Jair right. has actually he's struggled quite a bit this year. I seen earlier that he has like a perfect pass rating against him, So, yeah, really but he,
3: he 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 just had he wasn't targeted against all Atlanta. Before. He he just had it like going back to the Atlanta game. He just had a such a bad game that it. Leverage, like it made his whole season look bad because he didn't play the last two weeks, right? He didn't get targeted
2: in week one at all because he was locking down DJ Moore. DJ Moore's only two catches came against Rudy Ford.
5: Yeah. Good point. All
2: right. Simon, who is your X Factor?
3: I have Aaron Jones. I'm I'm really excited and like I, I said this all last year. Like Aaron Jones is the most exciting player on the Packers to me. He's he's the most fun guy to watch on the field, and the th- things that he does, you wouldn't true. think he would be able to do. So I'm hoping they give him a full slate of touches. He has a comeback game, and we can all laugh
5: as he gets four touchdowns.
2: That would be very entertaining.
5: Uh, Bryant, who is your X factor? Matt Lafleur. You um. saw? <laughs> I put Matt Lafleur. I put. Did he actually push some of the changes that he's been saying that? Or- they're going to do or is it it um, would we'll be looking at in regards to the rushing defense and the discipline of this team or is he just blowing smoke like we've seen in the past and they roll out the same old same old and they're like well I don't know what happened or I don't know why I didn't get Aaron Jones the ball
3: God, I am really tired of like the stupid penalties by this team it, it just gets it's so special, old
5: the special teams is awful like yeah Rich Masasha if this continues should not Maybe delegate him back down to special teams, but he shouldn't be assistant head coach. If he if, Maybe they put too much on his plate and he, he's let some of his slide, but the special teams has literally been killing us the entire season other than Carlson.
4: Yeah, I agree with that, actually. And I think part of the reason, uh, not to go off on a tangent here, but I think part of the reason that uh, he brought in Rich Passaccio was because he could be like, okay, you know, kind of like plug it and forget it, you know, with, with guys on the field. I think LaFleur didn't want to think about special teams, so they brought in Basascia, who's a guy that can control that whole thing. And it's kind of been a, a mess, really.
5: How yeah. many damn special team, special players, specialty players do we need to bring in for them to continue to suck? Because we already have like two or three of them on our team that don't do anything else, really. And their main goal, like we, they're literally might as well put special teams next to their, their name. And we did this because <laughs> Basascia wants that, and they're still crap.
4: <laughs> that's fair. That. That's that's fair <laughs> criticism.
2: Um, I will say uh Daniel Whelan has been pretty good too.
3: Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, he's
4: yeah. been solid. He's got a leg, man. Yeah, dude. Oh,
2: got two of them, man. And he's got all clean holes. Uh, oh
4: no. Maybe 3 You He'd have to ask uh, his girlfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, there, it <laughs> yeah. um, there it is.
2: There it is. So Greg asked, "I don't know if you guys know this, but Divine Diablo has been a surprising help for an anemic Raiders defense uh, so far this season. He has 30 tackles, one sack, and one pass defense. So he's a guy who's averaging about seven and a half tackles a game. Uh, maybe you got to keep an eye on because they might pop up. Um, I don't know if I'd say he's been a surprising help. It just seems like he's just kind of kind of a guy, but." We'll see. We'll see what he can I'll do. Uh, Billy asked that any news on the James Robinson trial with Green Bay. There is no news no, on that. So? Uh, he wasn't signed, so he was just worked out. That's uh, that's basically all we got.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So that, to me, signals that Aaron Jones will be ready for closer to a full workload. God, uh, Jake, smart. who is your X Factor?
4: Jordan Love. Um, last week, well, he obviously had his uh, first two home game starts. Uh, last week was the first in prime time, and it was on a short week, which is kind of unfair to him in a little bit. But uh, I think that the lights were a little bright for him last week, and then all of a sudden the Lions pass rush was on in his lap literally every play in the first half. So uh, I'm hoping that he got a chance to, to exhale, relax in these 10 days, go over some films, see some things that he did wrong, the offensive line hopefully will be a little bit healthier, as we've been alluding to. Um, obviously, without uh, Bakhtiari for the rest of the year, which was just devastating news. But, yeah. you know, we wish him a speedy recovery, obviously. And hopefully Jordan Love can show the world that he's not the guy that most of America saw last week on on primetime, and he can go into Las Vegas and start dealing.
2: Yeah, I would love to was see that Jordan Love. Las Vegas to joke? Just, just yeah, like that one? I wrote that one down. I wrote that one down because I liked it. <laughs>
3: I like that a lot.
2: (laughs) Uh, I also have Matt LaFleur as my X Factor, but I have him as an X Factor because I want the Packers to win the time of possession battle. Um, And again, just to go back to what I'm looking for with Jordan Love is to force Jordan Love to rely on his instincts. So Matt LaFleur has talked about Jordan Love needing to rely on his instincts, put him in positions where that's his only choice. Uh, Jake and I talked about one of the plays that he had uh, a run pass option and he executed it well, hit Romeo Dobbs on a third and seven, and converted a first down. So things like that put him in positions like that where he needs to make quick snap decisions to trust his instincts because, as we've talked about, through all of preseason and so far through the beginning of the season, his decision-making is good. He's making good decisions on when to run, when to pass. He's obviously taking deep shots. So just just continue to put him in positions to succeed that way. Uh, Greg asked any excitement on the Jacoby Myers versus I'm assuming Rasul Douglas, the Raiders games I've watched, looks like he's earning his contract. Yeah. He has it's, 25. If, if Devontae is out, then I would say yes.
4: I think Jacoby Myers is a pretty good player. Yeah. I think I would put him like in the wide receiver tier and the same tier as I would put Rasul Douglas in the corner tier where they're both pretty good. Uh, they get some respect, but you know, they're, they're, they're kind of average. Yeah. Still underrated. Well above average on their best days, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, Simon, what is your key to victory for the Packers? Win.
3: Cool. <laughs>
4: That's a good um, one. I'm
3: gonna be honest, I, I totally skipped over that part.
2: <laughs> Score more <laughs> points than the other team. <laughs>
1: Okay. Can,
3: can I can I say one thing? I, I uh, this is going back a little bit of ways because, but the way Jake, um, since I wasn't here for the Lions thing, I will say one thing I'm impressed about, uh, and maybe some people hate it, but I don't, is how stoic that Jordan Love is. Like, it, it, he doesn't show any emotion. He, he just like lets stuff happen, and like he doesn't take it as good or you know the bad plays. He just lets go and. Like, I, I kind of love that about him.
2: Me too. I agree. That's a good point. All right. Like uh, a key lot. to the
3: game. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of already spoiled myself uh, a little bit. But, yeah, uh, just if if we get enough pass rush on Jimmy G, like, this game's just over. Yeah. All right, Brian, what about
5: you? What's your key to the game? Win the time of possession, handily, really. Uh, run the damn ball and have the ball more than the other team. Like, sustain drives. No more, like, Even if it doesn't result in points, get a first down, like try to get one first down or drive at minimum. Obviously you want to score points. So, you know, first downs don't win the game. But try to have no three and outs. Like that would be a small victory, you know what I mean? That would be pretty good. I don't know how many teams Mm would do that per game. But, like, you know, maybe keep it, you know, three and outs to a minimum. It's probably going to happen at least once. But, like, you you don't want it to happen. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Craig said Simon's breakdown was second to none. Next Gen might be hiring him soon with that advanced analytical breakdown. <laughs>
4: yeah, that was, uh, that was something. I'm yeah. here for Greg. is the analytical key, break. Keys to the uh, game. The game win.
5: <laughs>
4: uh, the thing that would help the
2: Packers score more points than the Raiders is uh scoring more points than the Raiders. Yes. <laughs> yep.
4: <laughs> that usually this, works. Is the the
3: game. This is why people listen to us. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. <Greg. laughs> this is
2: sixty-nine play jokes. Play That's what people are going to It's really what keeps us around. <laughs> Jake, what's your key to the game?
4: Uh, keep Jordan Love's jersey clean. Uh, give Love time. Uh, let him go over his options. Find Romeo Dubs about 10, 11 times this game, and the Packers are going to be just fine. All
2: right, my key to the game, and this is why I kind of silenced Simon earlier on the spoiler, a spoiler alert, my key to this game is Josh Jacobs in the receiving game. Ooh. So... Bryant brought up that he had 1,600 rushing yards last year. Simon was starting to talk about his receptions, but he had eight receptions for 81 yards last week.
4: Holy shit.
2: So he is very versatile. Um, Something that isn't really on the radar as far as dual threat running backs are concerned. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. usually basically Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones. Josh Jacobs isn't usually in that conversation, but – He's capable of doing that. So, obviously, stopping the run is important, but keeping an eye on Josh Jacobs in the passing game is my key to the game. All right, Simon. Uh, Actually, no. We're going to go to Jake first. Then we'll go back to Simon for score predictions. But, Jake, uh, what's the weather looking like on Sunday? No, I almost said Sunday. Monday.
4: Come on, man. They're in Vegas. They're in a dome. I mean, no weather yeah. to
2: report. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, Simon, first of two score predictions one from the head, one from the heart. What is your score prediction from the head?
3: 24 19. Faggers win.
5: Ooh, mine is very close to mine. America Brian, was- what about you? I put 23
2: to 20. Damn, we're all going to be really fucking close on these like we usually are.
4: Yeah,
2: we are. Jake, what's your head prediction?
4: 24 17. Hey, so's mine. Let's go, baby.
2: <laughs> All right, Simon, your score prediction from the heart:
3: uh, twenty-eight to seventeen.
2: I-, I think we have a possibility of winning by two
3: possessions this game. Yep.
2: Um, Bryant, what is your score prediction from the heart?
3: Twenty-eight to seventeen. Let's go, baby.
2: Oh, look at you guys! When you tie your dicks together and get married, we
3: will. <laughs> we
5: will. That's boring. You to assume that
3: we could tie it
5: together. <laughs> we have the superglue. There's not enough. To do that. <laughs>
2: Oh, fuck, we're getting <laughs> canceled today. Oh,
4: that's awesome. Oh,
2: shit. <laughs> Jake, what's your score prediction from the heart? All
4: right. Well, 28, 28, 28, 14.
2: Oh, okay. Wow, all right. I, like I actually it. have the largest margin of victory from the heart. I have 31, 13. That'd
3: be so much fun. Dude, I, I, I really just couldn't, think I, I couldn't
2: I, put I see, I see the path to it. It really takes is, the Packers right? doing everything correctly on offense and defense uh, and really putting together their most complete game. But so far out of the teams on their schedule, the Raiders are the team that best presents them the opportunity to do that.
4: Yeah, until after the bye week when they play an even worse team from the same division.
2: Yep, yeah, that's that's a fact. <laughs> I agree with you on that. And, and again, until uh, week 18, then they get to do it again. Yep. <laughs> All right, so... Some Simon says, um, Brian, do you have uh, 11 of them today, or do you have one on each side of the ball? I have one bonus one,
5: so I have three. Oh, okay. oh just wait, let them have it. Can, can them I say it.
3: something before we start? I'm surprised no one uh, said the matchup of Carlson versus Carlson.
5: Hey, you son of a bitch, I'm about to.
3: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruining everyone's night. Yeah, <laughs> what go. am I doing?
2: We bring you back for one week take you out of the igloo to
5: bring you back onto the
2: show, and then he's just, <laughs> He's still on 5
5: I'm trying to get my bonus one first. My bonus one is Daniel Carlson watches his brother hit a 50 plus yard game winning field goal from the other side. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. (laughs) Could you imagine?
3: That'd be sick. Does
5: does he
4: celebrate or kind of hang his head? I don't know what he does in that situation. I mean, (laughs)
2: yeah, no.
4: (laughs) That's his little brother, man. So it's kind of, it's different, you know? He. Kind of grew up with him and watched them grow up, helped them. I probably. don't know, like they could have that brother rivalry where
2: it's like I just want to like put him in a headlock kind of thing. That's
4: fair.
3: He hits him in the face in midfield. That'd be sick.
2: <laughs> Throws at him. He blocks
4: the kick. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, how about for offense? Do offense. Aaron, Aaron Jones rushes for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. I oh, mean, please, God, God I, I
3: would, I would love that. Oh my god. I don't know, it's not like their rush defense is any good.
5: Four point three yards a carry. Yeah, 100%. I'm in for it.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except for that guy. The one the
4: one guy. Jake, go ahead. Offense. Yep. Romeo Dobbs has a better statistical game than Devontae Adams. Well,
3: if Devontae Adams doesn't play, then I'm in. you're
4: that's, that's that was kind of the caveat. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote these down before I saw the practice. Okay, <laughs> okay. Like assuming,
3: assuming he plays, not a chance.
5: I think he plays.
3: De- De- Devontae's he's so good still. It's so I stupid know. to me. He's still so good.
4: <laughs> no, obviously, um, I don't know. I, I, I love
2: that, Mine yeah. actually came after being uh, annoyed with somebody on Twitter for saying it this morning. Oh, is yeah. bringing up that Justin Fields now has two back-to-back, four touchdown games. So... Jordan saying that Jordan Love doesn't have any, given the fact that Jordan Love has started. Uh, this will be his sixth start, and Justin Fields has started about thirty games. So you know there's that on top of it. But my f- mind for offense is that Jordan Love has his first four touchdown game. I mean, I would love
3: that. I could see that happening.
2: That that predicts that that uh, bakes right into my heart prediction of four touchdowns and a field goal to get thirty-one points. So. Okay.
5: All right, Bryant, you got one for defense then. What is your yeah. defensive, Simon says? I do. The Raiders have thrown seven interceptions through four games. Green Bay will add three more to that number. Ooh.
2: Three?
4: Ooh.
2: You
3: said seven through three games?
4: Through four. Yeah. They could. Uh, through Remember, four they games. should have had three versus Atlanta. Before you I, know. I thought about it. Uh, I don't
3: know. Ugh. If Devontae doesn't play, yes. I mean, I I could see that.
2: I mean, if Devontae playing could be a hyper-targeting situation, and I feel like somebody could undercut one.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: I was thinking more along lines of, I
3: don't know. (laughs) Who who else do they have? Uh, (laughs) Oh, Jacoby Myers and And Hunter uh, Renfro.
4: Renfro doesn't even have a touchdown this year yet.
3: No, I mean, he has what? I don't even think he has 10 catches.
4: I think he has 10 catches. He has like 12 catches. Or fifteen or something like that. <laughs> I know it's low.
3: No, no, but has, I think Cavante he has, has fucking five, dude. <laughs> he
4: has Four. five catches. Yeah. Holy Stop. shit! Man, he found. I'm gonna the say yes. Line. that's crazy as hell, dude. <laughs> <It's so stupid. laughs> yeah, that's rough. He has five
2: catches for 52 yards, zero touchdowns. Hell yeah, beast! Dude,
4: Josh McDaniels is a trash can. He sucks ass, dude.
2: <laughs> Amir Abdullah has the same number of receptions as Hunter Renfro. He's still in the league. Twenty twenty-three. Yeah,
4: seriously, Amir <laughs> Abdullah is still in the league, bro. Jesus. Wow. That's crazy. Still has a job. All right,
2: that's uh, that's okay. That's a choice. Um, <laughs> that's a, Jake that's a choice.
4: All right, I have. Packers hold the Raiders to 70 rush yards.
3: Uh, yeah, i mean, I can see it.
4: They average 65 per game, so yeah, I still game a little bit over their average. But the Packers are horrible. I mean, oh yeah, we're
3: horrible against the run. So
4: mine, mine comes from uh, two players.
2: Uh, it's Quay Walker and Lucas Van Ness. I'm going to say Quay Walker has another 15-plus tackle game, and Lucas Van Ness has a strip sack.
3: Ooh,
4: I would love a Van that strip sack, dude. That oh, would, would be nice. so
3: hype. Yeah, I'd <laughs> be so hyped for that. Uh I'm mean, oh, man, strip sacks are so tough.
2: I know, they're they're rare, but I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing on tape from Lucas Van S. Here, let me yeah. see. I mean he's gonna he's
3: gonna turn can you bring it up?
2: Uh no, I have a different Lucas Van S play. Uh,
3: Here, um, is it the
4: one I think of, Tyler?
2: Yes, we're gonna put this one on screen. That's all,
3: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Can you bring it up?
4: Watch Ness. Watch Ness. Just takes out two humans.
2: <laughs> Can
3: you play that again?
4: Yeah. No, Watch Ness right on the on the right.
2: Hey, he's on top of where the two is yeah. on the second and five graphic. Just driving back two guys at the same time. Pancakes that's one crazy. of them and coming around. <laughs>
3: I wish back. you would have teabagged him on the way down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think he's picking up uh, pointers from Rashid Walker? Or yeah, why? I was just gonna say
3: that. Like, <laughs> give him the old Rashid Walker treatment.
2: <laughs> All right, uh, Simon, did you have any? Simon says you wanted to throw out there.
3: Uh, Aaron Jones, three touchdowns.
5: I, I just, I'm, I'm willing it into existence. <laughs> I can see it. I'm with it. Do you think they still hold him back a little bit, being as the buys next week? I hope not. Like, that's another thing. Like. If these dudes are ready to go, let them play. I'll say if they had played on
2: Sunday, they would. But because they've had 10 days now in between games, from going from Thursday to Monday, I do think they'll they'll be a little more willing to cut them loose.
5: Even with them being limited this week so far?
2: Yeah, probably. Um, Maybe Elton Jenkins even factors into that. If Elton Jenkins is healthy, maybe they're more willing to let – Aaron Jones play a little more just because I know he'll be better protected. That's fair. Okay. So I have just three questions that I want to ask you guys uh, before we sign off. So first thing, it's sad news, honestly. Like we've obviously defended the player a lot that David Bakhtiari has done for the year. Uh, he has another cartilage issue in his knee that they were hoping wasn't going to be an issue, but turned out to be an issue. So it's it's tough. And it would obviously require a pretty massive restructure. But would you guys bring David Bakhtiari back in
4: 2024? No, not at that cap number. I don't know
3: that you bring
5: him back at any cap. Like,
3: they they have to finagle with his contract, and it would have
5: to be per games played. I uh, I don't know.
3: Even then, like, even then, his, I don't know, whatever, yeah, the cap hit is just too gross. If what they, is it, 35 or 40 next year? 40. Yeah, that's, I think dead cast 23 or 20, somewhere in that area. Something like that. Yeah, it, it's just.
5: I think you let you, go. You, on can't, you the- just
3: can't have this happen again. It, yeah. It's too risky for the Packers to take on a contract for him. I let someone else take that risk. I, I just think it's it's just time to move on. Yep, unfortunately, yeah. as much as I love David Bakhtiari, and I, I will say it is kind of nice, like him going out is just him flipping off the bear stands, like that was his last. last, <laughs>
0: last
3: oh, and the and the uh, sexy uh, end zone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Draw me like one of your French women. Yeah. Uh, I think people still
5: play with Aaron, to be honest. It's so but he doesn't like turf either, so I don't know. Yeah. And the thing
2: is, is for me, what it comes down to at that point is the Packers are going to continue going for youth, which they're already doing as, as far as all the pass catchers are concerned. It's all rookies and second year players. So I think um moving to Rasheed Walker full time, or even if they decide to try Caleb Jones, um, you know, I think the the youth is the way to go there.
5: Yeah. yeah, the only way I can see him keeping him, and it would be a huge restructure for And he'd probably have to take a pay cut, is if I know they're like, okay, I think it was this cartilage issue. If they actually get in there, can prove that this was it, and it's not going to happen. Like, he's not just going to get random inflammation, which would be hard to prove. And then he shows...
2: here how much fluid he'd been draining from his knee? Yeah, I mean, it's a
5: crazy amount.
2: Like, record-breaking amounts of fluid out of his knee. Yeah.
5: So, oh. if, if, if he can show that, and like, yeah don't let him play at all this year, but that if he shows like in the off season or even towards the end of the season, like, Hey, I know I'm not coming back, but look at, like, it's, it's holding up now. I'm ready to roll this next year. Then I think that's a conversation you have, but until then, and then even at that point, so, so risky still, I think he probably wants to go play with somewhere where like, he's going to have a chance to win a Super all, uh, But
4: after hearing him say stuff like, he had an honest conversation with, with Goot. I think that's kind of writing on the wall, to be honest. Yeah. Thanks,
2: All right, thanks, so I'll pose this question to anybody who wants to chime in. What would you specifically do to, to help the Packers defense stop the run? Like, what would you change?
4: You boys want to go?
2: As... My answer would be more for down linemen sets. Not yeah. a lot, but just more in general. We have the defensive lineman. I think they're performing well enough
5: that we can do it a little more often. Bring the safeties up a little more. Make them make someone show they're going to beat us over the top. I get it. You, oh well. We don't want to give up the big play. Okay, so let's do so even let's do the worst. Let's let them do 13 plays on us. Take eight minutes off the clock and then score anyway. Like that doesn't work. So,
4: well, I guess to to that point, Brian, to kind of play devil's advocate. Is a lot of young quarterbacks will get impatient and they'll take chances that necessarily they shouldn't take. Like a Desmond Ritter, like he should have thrown three picks against us, right? That game really should have been over in the first half. And you know he w- Barry was betting that we were gonna you know sustain our our jobs better than he was going to s- sustain his. And I think that's the way that you have to continue to play. You can't just allow people to beat you with big plays. That's devastating, dude. You can't have people score 70-yard touchdowns on you.
5: You also can have David Montgomery running for 200 yards and two three-yard touchdowns or whatever it was. That's one of the best
4: offensive lines in of football. They do that to everybody.
2: He <laughs> had 32 carries, too, which is just nuts.
3: Yeah, yeah. you don't
4: Derek hear that. If we were old stopping old him, him at
5: all, though, he doesn't continue to get those carries.
3: He had less than four yards per carry, though.
5: He did. Yeah, the Packers had some
4: some tackles in the back in the backyard. They probably I mean, ran for, like, 160 field.
5: yards.
3: No, it was, like, one hundred.
4: One twenty
2: six.
3: Yeah, it was oh, it was a shade one. under four. So it's not like total. it's not like he was killing us or anything. He had a I'm couple of right. rushing numbers.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah and you got to remember that a couple of his carries in the red zone, like they're from like the one yard line. He yeah. was picking up a lot of like you know second and threes and and third and ones and shit. And that that's what really made it feel yeah. heavier. But the Packers have to win on early downs too. He, so either that, way, to me we have to
5: stop the run because if you look at our our two losses. In the fourth quarter against Atlanta, we couldn't get the ball back. And when we did, we, we, they just possessed the ball so much. I get it that we didn't get a first down, but we couldn't get the ball back. And then look at the time of possession versus Detroit because we couldn't stop the run. So they just continued to run it down our throat, and we didn't see the ball. 37 minutes versus 23 minutes, you're not going to win those games.
2: I'll say, too, the Lions' rushing numbers against the Packers are a little skewed by having a 45-yard reverse play. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, that's not going to happen every game. Um, so I'll throw that out there. The other thing, and this this to me is the Packers' biggest issue on defense. A lot of people just want to say that it's Joe Barry because it's the easy thing to say. But for me, the biggest issue on the Packers' defense is missed tackles. Yep. It well, correlates I, so much more strongly than anything else does on the defense to the Packers' record.
5: I do they think tackle. they can float on their rotation – a little bit more too. maybe leave Preston Smith on the field more for first and second down. Cause I feel like he's our best p- run defender. Make sure Lucas is out there as well. Cause he's showing that he can do it. And I get it that we want to give everyone opportunities, but at some point you gotta be like your opportunities are going to come in practice or whatever until you start showing me that mm-hmm. we can trust you to make this run stop. Like Embari has not been good this year. He gets yeah. washed out so often. He is not producing pressure. Like he, he's, he's an understanding he for, for so what the
3: Packers like in their edge guys, Enigbari's an undersized guy.
4: Yeah, and so, so he's no, going to get out a lot of
3: plays like that.
4: That forty-five yard reverse play, it was Enigbari that kind of that bit on the on the play fake, and he was the one that was supposed to set the edge on that, and he absolutely did not set the edge. He did the complete opposite. Um, but yeah, I agree. Enigbari's got to step it up. Um, I think Justin Hollins is okay. He is what he is, right? Like, he's yeah, a he's a rotational guy. Yeah, right. Yep. Take some snaps. But yeah, I would like to see a little bit more Preston Smith, but that's hard, man. He's getting up there in age a little bit. He's getting beat up and you're trying to yeah. save his body, you know. But tell him
5: he doesn't need to rush the passer anymore on third down. Just take him out the field. We have yeah. people for that.
4: I love LVN. Um, and maybe to fix the run defense, maybe he's the fourth down lineman. You put him at defensive end and cause he he played with his hand in the ground in college. Yeah. That was yeah. that was the reason that you know we all loved him. Uh, yeah. me especially. That's the reason that I love them so much is uh, the versatility. Um, kind of like, you know, in baseball when a guy can play third base, first base, second base. Know, right man. Yeah, those guys, those guys are like my favorite players on the team because you could just fucking put them anywhere and they, they'll hit the ball. But, you know, LVN on defense, rush the passer from anywhere, stop the run from anywhere. So.
2: Yeah, I like that. Um, okay. So, last question Who is a player that has been an unsuspected, unexpected Surprise so far this year, uh, Simon. You can go first.
3: I'll start with Jake. I'm um, stealing everyone else's answers.
4: It. My my unsuspected surprise, um, a player that like I didn't think was going to be as good was is Carl Brooks. Like 100.
2: Oh, that's not the guy I thought you were going to go with. All right.
4: No, it's it's definitely Carl Brooks. He's like way better than I thought he was going to be.
2: I like that. Simon O'Brien, you got a guy? There's one other guy that I'm thinking of in the same position group, actually.
5: Mine isn't that position group, but I'm with not seeing much of him in preseason, I'm pretty impressed with what Dontavian Wicks has done so far.
4: Now that I know who you're
5: gonna say, but that there's a reason I didn't say him.
2: All right. Okay. So the guy the guy that I was almost positive that Jake was gonna say is TJ Slayton. Yep. I wanted to have different
4: answers. (laughs)
2: He's he's got a really good feel for playing nose tackle in a 3-4 defense. Uh, He's a block eater. Uh, Jake and I pointed out an entire series that he played first, second, and third down that he was either driving his man back like five yards into the backfield, making a run stop, or taking on two blocks and then still making a tackle. He did all three of those things in succession three plays in a row.
4: Tyler, what did I tell you when we were recording those videos? He's the one guy on the D-line that plays a little bit of an attitude. I feel like the Packers are a team full of fucking nice guys, and I'm getting sick and tired of it. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. You can't be fucking nice, dude. You're trying to whoop their ass. This is legal assault. I don't know how many times I've to tell people that. You can legally kick somebody's ass. Kick their ass, dude.
3: Well, any assault is legal if you don't get caught. So, I mean that's
4: fair, but you got millions of people watching you assault somebody.
2: <laughs> uh, Simon, is there anybody on the team that's that's uh, unexpectedly surprising you?
3: Okay, maybe to a certain extent, but Zach Tom's been so so good this year. He, he's he's our highest graded per PFF, highest graded run blocker, and second highest graded tackle, you know, behind David Bakhtiari he's just been a steadfast on the uh, offensive line for us this year. He's been really good.
4: <laughs> <You> no, <know, laughs> I will say I do want to give some props to Rashid Walker kind of getting thrown into the fire. Um, yeah. I know that he probably expected to play some snaps this year, which is why they had the package when Bakhtiari was healthy week one and they brought the extra tackle on the field, but, for Rasheed Walker to go from a guy that was expecting to maybe play, you know, every couple games, maybe maybe consecutive games at times, to all of a sudden just being the full-time starter when he didn't play basically at all last year. Um, that's just – that's a lot to take on. And, yes, he's made some mistakes, but he's also had some really, really good moments. So, hopefully he can keep stacking on that. So, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Walker. He's been pretty damn good in my opinion. Yeah, I, think um, I have a so question for you guys. Oh,
5: go ahead. Kind of talking about that a little bit. Would you consider bringing in Lyle Collins now that he's ramping up?
4: For what?
5: Is he a tackle? No. Yeah, I want well, I'm, I'm, a
4: tackle. I'm good on the youth movement, bro. Let's just. Yeah. You're good with rolling. If you're going to do it, just do it. All right.
2: If, okay. So here's the thing. Let's say Zach Tom can't play Monday. You can still use Yash Nyman and they still have Caleb Jones that they could use. Um, so, I mean, I'm still okay on tackles.
4: You know, I was actually going to ask you guys that. I was going to say, if Jenkins can't go, do we consider moving Tom back inside and putting Nyman in the game?
3: Yes. I would consider, I would consider that. It.
4: I
5: would try right, Sean Ryan first. <clears throat> we said that last <throat> week, too. We said, well, you try Sean Ryan first, but at this point, put Tom back in where Newman is and put Yash Nyman on at right tackle. Like at this point, right? I'm just done with no, at no
3: this game. point, I would put AJ Dillon in there or Newman. <laughs>
5: I wonder what Eddie Lee's. He's gotta be the size of an offensive lineman by now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on now.
4: Let's,
2: let's offer
3: him some Chinese food and see what <laughs> <I> happens. <laughs> um, His name
2: is Cheeseburger Eddie. You think uh you guys think Mike McCarthy could play left guard? <laughs> <laughs>
3: he can see two
5: defenders at one time. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: all right last thing i want to say before we sign off of the night is the packers are a young team they are young at a tons of positions they are really getting a trial by fire this season so i'm going to say it probably ten thousand more times throughout the rest of this season the packers are young stop judging them by last season standards all right i will see you guys soon jake and i will be back uh, not sure if we're doing anything for Monday's game or for Monday's game, uh, for Monday afternoon, as far as a show is concerned. But other than that, Jake and I will be back next Wednesday and then we will see, uh, Bryant probably for sure. Simon, I'm not sure if you're going to be back. Yeah, I'm good Friday next week. Or not.
3: Uh, All I'm right. good. Hold on. Let me look real quick. I'll talk to
0: you after this.
2: Yes. All right. We will see you guys then next Friday and go Packers.
4: Go Pack. Go, go Packers.
0: This is the story of the one.